Hello, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Welcome to Warriors, Bards, and Brews. Here she comes, Miss Amphipolis. We are so excited about this episode. Oh my god. We have a lot to say. Yeah, many Um, things, many skills. It's one of our favorite episodes. I think Sarah ranks it in their top 10, and I'd probably rank it in my top 15, so... It's it's definitely in my my top... This is one of the ones that stuck with me ever since my first viewing of, of the series. Um, and as I gotten older, like my viewing of it has kind of changed, which I will get into. Um, a couple of disclaimers, though. Uh, this is probably going to be a long one, so buckle up. Um, and we are going to refer to Miss Artifice as she through the entire episode because uh, she was played by a woman, and we do not want to be dickheads about that. And we <laughs> sort of feel like the episode was kind of indicating that she was a woman though it wasn't really clear she was maybe portrayed as a drag queen yeah. i don't know it was 1997 but we're gonna call her she yeah anyway so that's this disclaimer turfs goodbye now uh <laughs> yes no turfs listen to this episode turfs we don't, be gone. <laughs> we don't want you to we don't want any turfs listening to this podcast ever um so I actually like took notes about this, and I have things things to discuss, and you have a whole fucking rant plan, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so this episode uh, was written by uh, Chris Mannheim, and uh, Miss Artifice, love the name by the way, um, was actually inspired by her brother, who was gay. And uh, him and all of his friends were into drag, they were into the scene, and this is kind of where the inspiration for this came from. Um, this was nominated for a GLAAD award <laughs> in 1997-98, which is awesome. As it should have been. As I it think. should have been. Yeah. It didn't win. I'm not sure what won that year, but, um, you know what? The fact that this was nominated, super fucking cool. And, uh, Chris did an interview with, uh, I think it was Woosh, actually. Um, and she said that, yeah, the, the kiss, spoiler alert, um, was scripted and it was the only way they could get away with showing a kiss between two women on screen. So they fucking goddamn well knew what they were doing. And I feel like I read somewhere that it was maybe sort of Lucy's idea for the kiss to happen. I could I be believe wrong. it. Where's the book? Go find the book and we'll drag that out. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it mentions it, but I, I do feel like I remember reading that that was... That was true. So. I do too. I think that may have actually been in maybe not not the book, maybe one of the Xena magazines or, or just, just like an interview she did. Or even like on Tumblr. Um, I know she was very happy with this episode and mm-hmm. was and was up for it. So And, you know, not that everybody needs to be applauded for, you know, <laughs> embracing trans people or HIV positive people. But um, in 1997, the AIDS thing was still... Quite scary. Yeah, it was still a bit of a... Well, a bit. Still a large... It still is a large stigma. And trans issues were not necessarily at the forefront of things. And there was Lucy Lawless on screen making out with an HIV-positive porn star trans woman. Which is... Karen Dior was her name. Karen Dior. So, who has unfortunately since passed from Uh, AIDS-related complications. She had pneumonia after something, yeah. Um... But I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, in the 90s, like, the 90s were not great. I mean, Ellen got fired for coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, we had The Crying Game, which, although the, spoiler alert, um, the trans woman did not die or get killed or be brutally attacked, more so than anybody else in the movie, um, the guy who realized, oh, she was, quote unquote, not born a woman, um, barfed horribly when he realized who, like, what, what she was. 
um, which is not good. Um, no. And then we have Ace Ventura. We mm-hmm. all know who terrible. That was just everything about that was terrible. Um, but on the flip side, we had Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which you know, not perfect, but no. the trans woman was part of the group. She got ribbed intensely for being trans, but you yeah. know, she was supposed to be a likable, sympathetic character. So yeah, and I mean, that. she got her happy ending because in the end, didn't she go off with that guy? Yes, she did. Yeah. So, um, better than chocolate. Uh, shout out to CanCon, because we're Canadians and we do this. Um, that is a movie from 1999, shot in Vancouver. Like, we recognize places. We know these places. Oh, We've yeah, been they, to these places. They still exist, maybe in different forms, but they're still around. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they use Grandview Park on Commercial Drive for some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, they had a character, uh, sadly not played by an actual trans person but still uh the whole thing about her storyline was she was coming out she was transitioning and it was about her and her family's relationship and she befriends sort of one of the main characters in the movie and it's a it's a bit of a shock for that character for a bit but then she becomes completely supportive of her and it's quite lovely um fun fun can con fact uh if you've read fall on your knees uh, the author of Following Your Knees, uh, Anne-Marie McDonald, is Frances in that movie. And she is hilarious. And the story about the whole issue with the queer books and the border is... Legit the, true. Is directly based on uh, what happened with the courts and Little Sisters in Vancouver. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, Little Sisters is an amazing, amazing uh, queer bookstore. Uh, on Davy Street, uh, they sell books, uh, a lot of sex toys, bondage gear. The staff are incredibly knowledgeable mm-hmm. and very friendly, um, and they are a, like a staple in the community. And sadly, they're, I think Jim was the co owner, co founder. Mm-hmm. Jim Diva passed away uh, suddenly a couple of years ago, and th- that was still that was a big loss to the community. And now there's the Jim, Jim Diva Plaza in Vancouver, which yeah. is a nice, nice recognition. Nice, nice gesture, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, in, in the face of all of this terrible stuff happening in the 90s, there was some good. Um, I, I kind of feel like the bird. I need to mention the birdcage, because A, I loved that movie so much. Um, Cameron and Dave put on an amazing rendition of it, ZZ Theater in Vancouver. Um, and they also had that float in the Pride Parade, like, five years ago, which was fantastic. <laughs> I think Cameron's wearing, like, an entire, I think the entire thing was his feathers. It was great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... And not entirely, like, I don't think Nathan Lane's character was meant to be read as trans, but there was a lot of um, self-identifying as the feminine. And, you know, the outfits he would wear shopping, he, might, he would do his, his errands in, like, sandals and a bonnet <laughs> and, and culottes and this kind of thing. <laughs> so, I mean, like, again, like, they probably couldn't come out and say this kind of thing, but, you know, if, if someone was reading this through a trans lens, you could, you could, you could make that argument. Um, for sure. Um, and it's just, it's kind of sad to me because in the 90s we had the Xena and the Birdcage in some capacity and Better Than Chocolate doing way better than most media now. Like, when I was watching this I was like, oh, okay, this is a drag queen, cool, because I didn't think that I had the option to identify someone as transgender and not be, have it be a bad thing. Um... And unfortunately, those kind of 
issues still arise, I'm thinking of one show in particular, and I can just sense you want to go off, so go ahead. <laughs> so I, yeah, I've definitely ranted to Sarah and probably other people as well. Oh, yeah. About <laughs> the episode of Family Guy, which I guess we shouldn't necessarily say is too recent now, because it was... It was ages, like five years it ago. It was ages Four ago. Four years ago. It was probably more like eight years ago, but... I do remember the No, episode. it wasn't that long because I was living here with you and we were still in the West End, so okay. it was probably about six years ago. So there's an episode where Brian the dog uh, goes out with a trans woman and really likes her but doesn't realize she's trans. And then when he realizes she's trans, he just vomits. Vomits everywhere. Vomits everywhere, like propulsively vomits for like several minutes on the show. And... It's disgusting. Yeah. Not because of the vomit, which is Which is essentially, of, that's the crying game. Yeah, which I never saw, actually, so I had no idea what the crying game was about. But I don't know if this is supposed to be a nod, but regardless, it is unnecessarily cruel. And like I said, just disgusting. Like, I, yeah. I can't believe this is a thing that someone would put on television. It's In awful. In the 2000s. In the 2000s. But I mean, I Seth MacFarlane is known to be a shitbag. Like, there is a rumor, I'm not sure if it's true or not, that he, when they, they were going to do a Simpsons crossover, I'm not, I don't know if it, I don't know if it happened or not, um, but he threw a fit because they want to have a scene where Quagmire raped Marge Simpson and the network was like, no, you fucking cannot do that. That is horrible. And he got really mad and was just like throwing a fit because he couldn't have his like creepy, gross rape fantasy played out. Like, he is a garbage human, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then another thing that we were watching recently, so I we've been watching Grey's Anatomy, as I think we've mentioned before, and that's, and I'll talk about that more in a second. But um, so, <laughs> like I said, we're gonna go long today, folks. So Sarah decided to get me to watch ER, which we need to watch more of. But yes, there's we do. an episode from the first season that involves a trans woman and. Um, Many of the doctors in the hospital misgender her, and then she basically spends the entire episode talking about how she hates her life because no one will recognize her for who she is. And then she throws herself off a building, and that's that. And that's, you know, so there's this really tragic depiction of a trans person, and... Uh, so so it's it's bury your gays, but also bury your trans people as well. Yeah, so I mean, I know this Xena episode is not perfect because it's a trans woman depicting maybe a drag queen and not all the terminology is maybe perfect and Yeah. But, you know, the episode Xena respects her. Mm. Respects oh, her. Yeah. Respects her a lot when she tells her about her life. She immediately, you know, supports her. So it's just miles ahead of of a lot of stuff still. A, a lot of stuff still. And there are good things um, coming out of media recently. Um, Grey's. Like like I was saying, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, we we're I think catching up on it and we're on the we're 11th <laughs> we're on the 11th season now and there's an episode where Miranda Bailey's uh husband uh his uh his sibling, his comes, sibling comes out as a trans woman and Ben does not react well no. and at all but Miranda Bailey tells him what's what yeah well what I loved about that was he Ben was very upset and kept referring to her as him. Well, he didn't tell me this, and he was my best friend growing up, and why didn't he tell me this? And she just looks at him and goes, she doesn't owe you anything because this is not about you, it's about her. 
It's pretty amazing. And I was like, that is, and that is the thing that I love the most about that, that whole episode was the fact that she was like, look, yeah, you can be shocked and you can be like annoyed that you didn't know this, but this is not your journey. This is not your thing. This is her thing to tell. And maybe she didn't fucking tell you because this would be your reaction, you garbage (laughs) human. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was pretty amazing. And apparently they have a uh, trans man character played by a trans man on there right now. So yeah. I'm excited to get to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch that. Um, we we uh, definitely went out for um, a post-work beer to discuss this again because like, we've been hyped for this and we have many things to say. Uh, one of the things that I, I mentioned to Chloe um, at R&B, shout out R&B, um, was it's interesting but also really sad to look at drag culture. I do recognize drag is very problematic. There is a lot of things about drag that steal from black culture. A lot of white drag queens openly steal from black culture and they shouldn't do that. That is terrible. Do better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is worth pointing out that in a lot of cases um, it is more accepted for gay dudes to put on a dress and uh, vamp femininity and, and put on all of this like over-the-top womanly quote-unquote stuff uh, than it is for trans women to exist. Which is, I think, a bit of what this Xena episode was doing because, again, I strongly feel like this was depicting mm. a trans woman, but they had a, they had a mask it in drag. A, they, they masked it in drag. And I'm actually, I, I'm super... I, when I was 21, I wrote the best... Um, <laughs> the gayest paper. The, so I wrote a paper entitled Gender Sexuality and the Significance of Performance in Camp and Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I mean, that's just... That alone shows how much of a gay nerd you are. Right. So I was so excited to write this paper and I basically just wrote about how um, you know, same thing. It's kind of the 90s and here's this depiction of a trans woman but because the movie is so caught up in all this like... Uh, in all this campiness and all this and this this level of theatricality, um, it was probably more palatable for people than some other things would have been. Well, which... this is the thing, right? Like you can like drag is palatable and it's it's accepted because it is it's funny and campy and over the top. And in my my queer theory class in grad school, um, my prof was actually from the same small rural kind of shitty terrible area uh, of the province that I'm from. And she said, who, ha- who, who here is from Cape Breton? She always raised her hands. Who has the Cape Breton granny? Raise her hands, because we all have the Cape Breton granny. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so let me, let me just get a, a poll for the, the, the mainlanders in the class. Uh, did granny love Elton John? Oh, yeah. Did granny love Liberace? Granny loved Liberace. Do you know why? Because that was a level of homosexual and gay that they could deal with because it was funny to them. They could look at that and be like, oh, that queer fella. It's coached and not, in this performance. Yeah, and it's not queers and like the we're calling like reclaiming queer the way I've reclaimed it. They're just like, oh, that queer guy. No, you know. Um, but Elton John coming out in his gowns and wigs and Liberace in the, everything, that was fine because that was over the top and it was performative and it was it was camp. It is camp defined. And then with you know trans people, men and women, like existing as they as they should, uh, it's just not like people are just like no. There was an article on CBC today in the year of Lesbian Jesus 2018 um, about Service Canada asking people, hello, how should I refer to you? What are your preferred pronouns? And the fucking mouth breathers had a fucking field day in the comments. <laughs> and of I'm like, course, listen, yeah. this is not an attack against you. And if you actually read the article, you fucking Neanderthals, you would see that they are not going to assume anything about you. They will say, how should I refer to you? 
That's all. And it just, it, oh, I just get so pissy because there is no respect for, it seems like there is no respect for people who are transitioning and dealing with all these complications in life and all these fucking troglodytes are just like, oh, you can call me sir then. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Seriously. No one off. is, like, no one is going to call you ma'am six foot tall biker dude. They're just going to ask you, hello. I don't want to assume your gender presentation. How should I refer to you to make you comfortable? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I get so fucking pissy. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's just... I mean, it's absurd to me, but it's, it's you know, people find drag funny. Yeah, drag... Well, the thing is, that's the thing. Drag is funny because it is poking fun at the hyper-femininity and expectations of being a woman. But sometimes that that verges into literally just making fun of women. Not always, but no. it does. But people still somehow find this more acceptable than people just literally being who they are. Yeah. And that's really sad. Yeah, and that pisses me off. And it's, it comes back around to our comments earlier of, this show in 1997 did it better than most things and a vast majority of people in today's society. Because even though it's not perfect at its core, it maintained respect. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing. This is the thing. This showed more respect for Miss Artifice. Love the name. Um, Though you could say the name is a little problematic. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like it was, yeah, still. Um, but this did show leaps and bounds more respect than most things do today. Mm-hmm. I mean, like even some of our drag queen friends say some real shitty things. Yes, yeah. but I am heartened to see, you know, many drag queens both in our local community and, um, you know, the RuPaul's Drag Queen queens uh, speaking out against transphobia. Oh, when Willow drag... called Ru out, I was like, oh, go- oh my god, girl, Ru- just Ru, you gotta you gotta rethink what you're doing if Willem is calling you out. Because Willem said some disgusting things. Willem has said some hateful shit, but if, if Willem's like, you gotta, you gotta rethink that, I'm like, you fucked up, Royal. Yeah. Also, we run a bus with Willem going from Vancouver to Seattle one day. That was hilarious. Which was very weird. It was very strange. (laughs) (laughs) This is my life. Anyway, um, so I think we've covered literally everything we want to talk about in 20 fucking minutes. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm very enthusiastic about all of this. Yeah, so I definitely welcome comments and discussion on this episode. Um... Actually, one of our Twitter followers came in and said, I'm very curious to see you know, how, how it reads now versus when you first watched it. And I think we're going to really get into that. Thank you, Seamus. Yes. And again, I didn't, I don't remember watching it when I was young. So yeah, there's that. But um... yeah, well, the thing is, I watched it and I was like, because I, I was aware of drag as like, oh, this funny thing that gay men do. Um, but now watching it as someone who is older and who does kind of deal with some level of, of dysphoria and is, you know, dealing with that as best they can. Um, I, I do read it with like a, a bit of a different lens now. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I might talk a lot. Sorry. That's good. <laughs> People want us to talk or there'd be no podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Okay. Uh, here we go. Oh, this is with us. Uh, what's his face? Salmonius? Is he the? Yes. So it opens on a very picturesque beach. Yep. Ocean gaze. <laughs> Definitely ocean gaze. Yeah. Oh yeah, someone used to pick the worst place looks suspicious of the beach. I love it. They should be holding hands. They should be, yeah. They're basically holding they're hands. They're basically holding hands, yeah. Their hands are like touching a lot. So they're meeting on a beach that was the scene of a terrifying battle, blood soaked sand. Gabrielle's like, that's disgusting, babe. Don't tell me that. Oh, they've been peace for a year. 
Whenever Gabrielle says safe and normal, shit's gonna happen and she fell. That was me on the beach in Tofino. <laughs> yeah. Are you alright? Are you alright? <laughs> Zena's like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, look where you're going. There's some sort of chariot tracks. Chariot tracks. Clams. Ha! <laughs> Gabrielle's real excited about the clams. She's gonna have clams. Oh yeah, she's gonna have them for dinner. Clams for dinner. <laughs> you have a clams. All up in her face. <laughs> a war wagon. Are we watching Fury Road? I was gonna say. So there's a bunch of women, very scantily clad, uh, who look like the girls from Fury Road. But yeah, they do. They're wearing basically the they're same, wearing the same outfits. outfits. <laughs> White sheer kind of things, and they're just hoofing her down the beach. Oh man, was this like Fury Road inspo? Is this what happened? I highly doubt. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. And of course, they all fall in the water. And there's men grabbing them, and they're yeah. dick bags. And now Gabrielle's throwing clams at them. I mean, go oh, Zena. Oh, Zena. Zena's. Yeah. Gabrielle's hitting her the clams. <laughs> Zena's just talking them. Team clam. Team clamming. <laughs> I'm gonna get a shirt made that says Team Clam. Extreme Clam. Extreme Clam. <laughs> Extreme Team Clam. So, yeah. So, yeah, so they are running away, and Salmonius is concerned about the costumes. Of course, he is. I mean, look at that robe. It looks like an oil slick in a parking lot. Zena's got one clam left. Smack him with it. She's juggling it. She's just manhandling that clam. <laughs> I mean, Zena's got a opinions. Bit rude. She's a bit judgy about yeah, these. Yeah, Zena, uh, Zena, like park your uh, your bigotry there, man. Yeah. It's like, it's more like combat than a contest. Is this where the uh, pageant mom show came from? <laughs> I love that he includes off runway betting as like a, a profit thing. I'm like, dude, who? Do, what is this a thing? So there's the peacetime. And they've all, all the, all the warlords who signed the peace treaty have entered the girlfriends and beauty pageant. So obviously there's more than just a beauty pageant yeah. going on here. It's a dick measuring contest, essentially. Oh, yeah. Via their girlfriends, which is weird. My girlfriend's hotter than yours. Yeah. Like I used the Carol voice to say that. <laughs> no, that was not the Carol voice. That was the dumb guy voice. <laughs> Therese. <laughs> Invite me around. <laughs> So, yeah, Simonius is concerned about the, the peace and the, the warlords, and he wants a, a man on the inside, so to speak, which by which he means he wants a gay on the inside. Mm-hmm. And Xena's gonna be that one. Yeah, Xena's, Xena's gonna do it. Meet Miss Amphipolis. So there we go. Look at that face. Look at that, look at that boob God, armor. She's ready for it. Look at her. Oh, yeah, she's, she's smizing. Yeah, she's smizing, her hair's yeah. blowing in the wind, she's got her tits out, she's like, oh, they're, yeah. they're up and out, they seem, yeah. a lot, the, the boob armor seems like it's bigger this episode. <laughs> she is just prepped. Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. I'd love to see a, a warrior something, warrior pageant, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> well, Miss Artifice does come out in Xena's garb. No, I, well, yes, but I'd like to see, like, an actual, like, let's have Boudica and Xena have, like, a pageant. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd, what would that look like? A lot of killing, probably. Yeah. A lot of swords. A lot of fire breathing. <laughs> a lot of, I don't know, jousting or something. Yeah. Maybe some chariots. A what, lot what would the talent portion be? Who can do the best battle cry? I think so. Yeah. No, uh, you know, Zena 
Who can kill a man nine ways before he hits the ground? I think Xena would win just for the chakram. Yeah, that's that's possibly an unfair advantage. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, some more majestic shots of New Zealand. Let's go. Everyone's wearing wearing very little. Is that a rainbow hula hoop? Yes. Ah. Marquesa. That is the okay. This this cloak. That is Ares's cloak. First of all, I've seen that cloak before. (laughs) Yeah. So I like how Gabrielle is the only female sponsor in this. Yep. Episode. It's all a bunch of dudes and their girlfriends and then Zine and Gabrielle. I mean, like, they that's what really, he's gonna do. They like, don't really question it, but it's pretty gay. Can't you see from up there? <laughs> She's not that much taller than her. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lucy's like, what, 5'9? This chick's like, what, 5'6? Like, settle down. I know. This is gonna kill me. I love Ladies, it. This is Miss Messine, sponsored by the Doge of Messine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, Renee with the accent. Oh, God. She's even more ridiculous with the accents than Lucy is. Yeah, and there's some sort of like Rube Goldberg thing going here with the fucking arrows and the booby traps. Oh, there so we go. How did they not notice this like bow and arrow just perched on the wall? I don't know. It's like security cameras or motion sensor lights. You just don't fucking see it. Like, where is our motion sensor light? I always forget. Did you see that? I don't know, but this is like a big bow. Yes. Ours blinks like a Cylon. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> I don't really notice it. So she was almost killed. Xena shocked him, the arrow, of course. Yeah, which was not suspicious at all. No, not at all. All beauty pageant contestants can do that. Yeah, that's the talent portion. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. Doge. <laughs> Isn't that the meme? <laughs> or is that Doge? I don't know. Gabrielle's like one of those old timey like fortune teller things that sit in the machine and you get your, your fortune told from them. Uh huh. I do love when they go full full Xena with the outfits in the camp and the ridiculousness and Matron of the Pageant coming in. <laughs> Matron of the Pageant. <laughs> You're wearing the robe inside out. God. Oh, how dare. Heinous crime. I don't know, I'm always wearing my pajamas inside out, so... Uh, you frequently wear your pajamas backwards and inside out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll point it out to me and I won't do anything about it. There was one time you were wearing with your pajamas with a drawstring, and you had them on backwards and inside out. Like, you had a fucking tail. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you have a tail. And you're like, cool. And then you didn't change them. No. So like, the next morning, I was just, like, smacking your tail, like, fucking... <laughs> Come on. It takes effort to change it, so... <sighs> How much ugly blue fabric did they go through for this episode? A lot of like fake velvet. A lot of fake velvet, a lot of fake gold, ugly turbans. And Gabrielle's gonna come in now with another accent. Why did she tell us she's from Transylvania? <laughs> she sounds like Count Blood Count. Rest is good for the blood. Now she sounds like she's from France. It's like the Joxer, well, yep. not Joxer, but the, you know, Joxer descendant in the Xena Scrolls. Yeah. And she's doing the lip curl thing too, which is mildly offensive, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of weird hand gestures. Uh, there's a lot going on here. I wonder how much of this is just like Renee's inability to do an accent and how much of it is like put on. <laughs> well, again, with the camp aspect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. how much of this is just. You can't do it, so let's go with it. Or Probably please both. be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Odd, her being sponsored by a woman. <laughs> Seamus agrees. So there's like there's 
you know, big prizes, like food for a village. How hard up are these people? And all I can say is Miss Amphipolis better not get in my way. Thanks for the warning. Zena's like jaws sneaking up. Dun, 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 dun. Thanks for the warning. I like how she changed her voice to sound like quote unquote more feminine. Yeah. This patchy means a lot to you, doesn't it? She sounds like Sissy's basic in Carrie. The breasts, Mama, the breasts. So one of the contestants has a wound. Yeah. Which is probably inflicted by her boyfriend. Probably. They seem terrible. She's got nice arms. I like how she's wearing a towel and you're commenting on her arms. <laughs> well, I mean, well, like, we're, we're what, ten minutes in and you've not thirsted yet. She's wearing a towel and you're still, like, <laughs> she's very pretty arms. Just no, like... I'm thirsting intensely. I'm just trying oh, to keep it to oh, myself. Well, then. Oh, well, okay. Oh, she has right. a nice back, too. There we go. <laughs> there it is. All right. See, there we go. The thirsting is upon us. <laughs> I feel like this outfit that Gabrielle has on has got to be really hot. Like... It looks like it's, um... I don't know, like a, like a like tent material or something? It just doesn't look, uh... <laughs> I don't know, it just looks... Okay, that collar alone has to be keeping the heat in pretty bad. I know, I just feel like she's got a lot of neck sweat. Yeah. I wish I could stay, but I got to show the MC. If Zina gets back, get her dressed and down the stage fast. She has to stay to keep this thing on the level. We're all goners! Bye-bye. I love him. He's so funny. <laughs> so this is the thing. Like, I don't... We don't really have... Do we have, like, a Miss Canada thing the way America has Miss America? I don't know. I don't pay attention. I feel like we don't have... Well, I'm, I think we might have one, but not to that level. Because, oh, here we go. Miss Canada did go to Miss Universe, and she was an indigenous woman, and she did very well. That's good. So, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, like, Miss America is, like... Slightly more elevated than other ones. Probably. And now, it gives me great pleasure to present to you our last contestant, Miss Amphibolis. So this is, I guess, the bathing suit portion of the evening? I believe so, yes. Gal, look at her thighs! Holy shit! Yeah, no, she's hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you can crush a watermelon. Someone is going to fall over. Um, Gabrielle's like, yes, yeah, my yeah. girl. That's my girl. Look at her. That's my hot wife. Look at her. <laughs> she's got on the worst blonde wig. Oh, yeah. But isn't, no, isn't Lucy's natural hair color, like, dirty blonde? So it, that's it pretty is, close to what it what It, it is, be. but it's still a bad wig. <laughs> that's definitely not her natural hair. No, but I mean, no, I'm not saying the, no. the hair is good. I'm no. just saying, like, it's yeah. close to her natural color. It is, yes. Yeah. yeah. So someone's thieving Xena's outfit. Yeah, someone's uh, sniping the chakram. I wonder who it could be. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, there's some... Bum uh, shot, bum There's shot. some gratuitous butt shot there. I'm not complaining. No, you're not. You big homo. <laughs> so I try not to objectify I women, but I, I respect them greatly, but also I'm very gay. Yeah. Zena's gonna kill Savonius. Sorry. What happened? You Her boob is gonna fall out of that thing. Did she tell you that she was locked in the same room? Someone tried to saute you. Someone tried to saute you. Zena invented stir fry. <laughs> The big reveal. Okay, okay, I was just kidding. Where's your sense of humor? I was just trying to scare you. Why'd you want to scare me? Because I knew you knew. You know about me. And I didn't want you telling anyone. But when I came back to unlock the door, you'd already gone. This whole exchange is great. Yeah. 
you really don't get it, do you? I guess being born a woman, you wouldn't. There we go. Being yeah. born a woman. You this wouldn't get it. To use a part of me most people usually laugh at the worst. part I usually have to hide. When they hear that part works for me. See, how great is that? Yeah. Azina's like, like, I don't understand entirely, but I... I'll help. I just hope you let me quit the pageant for five minutes instead of going public. Yeah, so she wants to quit. Yeah. Azina's like, fuck that. And she's like, you're gonna compete. May the best person win. Okay, also the fact that she was just like, best person. Yes. So, I feel I feel like using person was very... I mean, look, this is this is the thing. This is my reading as now, someone who is not identifying as their birth gender. I'm like, ah, that's, that's a good thing to say, because that's leaving it open to interpretation of how the viewers want to see it. It's a pretty gorgeous conversation. Yeah. And also, again, better than most I things we've seen in recent media. Yeah. Very understandable. Oh my god, over here we go. Count Blood Count's gonna square off with the dudes now. I do not tell her anything. Oh, now she's French again. We are a team. Team Clam! <laughs> yeah, right. One more incident. I'm bringing in my troops. So, here we go with the dick waving. I'll send out a call for more volunteers. I feel like Gabriella could take any of them. Uh, I mean, they lose the collar. I'm sure it's going to hamper her uh, her shoulder rotations. She could uh, literally whack them all with her big stick, so... Yeah, yeah. Gab- Gabrielle can swing a big stick, so... Yeah. <laughs> Beauty pageant is like a war. To win, you've got to be fired with the heat of competition. So a lot of gold. A lot of boobs. <laughs> the power of the passion. Gabrielle, we're not here to win. We're here to stop a war. Yeah, sure. There's no harm in winning. I like Gabrielle's how Gabrielle's getting into it. Yeah, Gabrielle's the pageant mom. Keep it warm. Pageant wife, whatever. Whatever happens, <laughs> try to stay upright. Okay, let's hit it. A one. So this is, uh, I guess we're doing the... Oh, I can't handle this. Jesus. So this is the, the, Help me. the dance part, I guess? Honestly, I don't know much about beauty pageants, but I, I know there is, like... The, the initial walk, and then there's like a talent thing, and then there's like a group performance-y kind of thing. I guess this is the thing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They're all wearing wings. And a lot of stuff. None, lot of, none of them are very good at dancing. None of them are very good at this. This is like us if we try to do this. It's kind of painful. I know. I could do better than this, actually, I think. Oh, you probably could, yeah. <laughs> okay, either they're bad at it or they're trying to like all body check each other so one of them gets hurt and is knocked out. I think both, yeah. yeah. You know what this reminds me of? A League of the Rome when they're in the uh, the beauty school and Marla's trying to do the gracefully oh, yeah. and grandly walk <laughs> and she's just swinging her arm like, what the fuck am I doing? I mean, all these women are essentially, well, most of them anyway are pawns like, that they have yeah. been placed there because their boyfriends are... All dick waving, so it makes sense that they're not yeah. The boyfriend's terrible. Yeah. I work with you slowly in small groups. <laughs> so now that uh, didn't Donald Trump have like have a lot of involvement in Miss America? Thanks. Pageants? I don't know. Did he? I thought he did. I'm sure. Probably. Well, then allow me to introduce myself. I'm the Palatine upon that. So, oh, Palatine is uh, hitting on Zena and being all smarmy and gross. Like you have a girlfriend, dude. Stop being creepy. Yeah, oh, stop ew. kissing her arm like that. Ah, uh, she's gonna so... choke him. You take your greasy lips off my arm and apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, she's, she's gonna make you regret that, dude. Not to me. To her. Yeah, Zena's like, bitch, you just, like, hit on me in front of your girl. Don't be smarmy, I hate you. Gross. We're not done, you and me. 
That is rapey that's not, and creepy. Yeah, that's really also, not why would you to say. Be smarmy and rapey and creepy in front of your girlfriend. Like, she deserves better. Dump him and go find a nice Amazon to settle down with. As the marvel her country is known for, Mosquitoes' hobbies include music, exotic dancing, and sacrificing to the gods. And sacrificing to the gods. I am very excited to get into the Aphrodite episodes. Oh yeah. Um, I love the wings. I love all of this. Um, also, exotic dancing. Like, that is a very specific kind of... <laughs> oh yeah, Miss Amphipolis is a country girl. Making candles, Making candles. And doing volunteer work with her local Hestian virgin. <laughs> to de-virginize them, I am sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can't bring up the game with like the fucking like proud, proud uh, pageant wife. Oh, here we go. This is Lena, where are you, princess? There's a thousand women who look Xena apparently in Greece. I'm sure it's a different one. I mean, but also she did like put him in a pretty impressive chokehold. So she, she did, yeah. You might have figured it out that way. Yeah. It's a breach of the This means war! Arrest! like, ah, oh, fuck. Honey, I know, princess. I love it. I'm a queen. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> She's like, another lady is in my woman's <laughs> gear. I was like, I'm not mad about this. Miss Artifice, whose hobbies include archery, horse breeding, and knowing the complete score to every musical ever written. Put them together for Miss Artifice, everybody! I feel like the musical thing, I'm just like, did Dina also invent musicals? <laughs> You know what they really should have done here was uh, make a nod to Sappho. Oh yeah, absolutely. Knows every Sappho poem ever written. That would have been really fucking. Funny. I feel like it's too early in the show for them to go that far. Oh yeah, no, that's a good point. So... A good point. A good point. I have the preliminary decision right here. This is the world's quickest beauty pageant, Christ. It's been like twenty minutes. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like two two days of killing yeah. and twenty minutes of dresses. We're like two yeah. competitions. I fucking forgot it was called Misknown World. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. That is not a good looking skirt. It looks like a shower curtain. <laughs> also, the budget they must have had for heating on these sets, holy fuck, no one's wearing any clothes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this must be very cold for all of them. I'm like, was it warm in New Zealand? Okay. I don't know. I mean, there are there are scenes like I mentioned before. There are scenes in later episodes where they are clearly outside and it's fucking winter and they are fucking freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Artifice, honey, you're, those boobs are gonna pop out of that that boob cup. <laughs> I wonder if they uh, they get uh, Miss Artifice a custom Xena thing, the boob the boob armor. Oh, probably. Oh, they just shared Lucy's. You go, girl. You go, girl. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Girl power! <laughs> oh god, this is at the height. This is where the Spice Girls at the fucking peak too. Yeah. Uh, I have issues with the Spice Girls, and they're just okay. You know, I do only know because they they took Riot Girl and commodified it for the mainstream. And again, similar to what the, what this is doing now, actually, they and took they Girl, they took Riot Girl and made it palatable for society. And they did make me feel good about myself when I was like twelve. So you yeah, know, whatever. <laughs> I guess we both got our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> See, Zena is the true ally. Zena's the original ally. Yeah. Oh, also, that God. was such a cute smirk when Gabrielle hugged Zena just yeah. now. That was adorable. And that look of complete fear of uh, talent competition. Also, this is a real yeah, fucking... Yeah. Um, 
Also, what's with the shot of her, like, seductively... No, it's the thing. Mrs. Robinson. It's the same thing. Dustin Hoffman. Are you trying to seduce me? That's the thing. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see that, What can you do? I don't know. What can you do? You? Probably, Gabrielle. Where have you been for the last two years? What have I been doing? Riding horses and riding you. You did not laugh at my joke! Sorry, I was too distracted by the legs. I made an amazing Xena sex joke, and you just shafted me on it. Oh, God. I hope the audience fucking listens to that and appreciates my attempt at humor. I love how this, this matron is like, what the fuck? That is, I thought you'd be rehearsing for the talent event. And aren't you supposed to be at the meeting? She definitely looks like she just walks in on something scandalous. Yeah. And gay. I was made yeah. To look like full, Why do all the warlords have headband crowns? Is this, is, was this like a thing? I don't know. Gentlemen, gentlemen, place. This is not. I'm just, I'm very, like, they're not crowns. Also, his very clearly has like a little elastic band clasp in the back. Um, so, clearly not gold. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Nothing to <laughs> Maybe not. What about everything else our girls have been through? Also, how big is this guy's sword? It's up by his nostrils. <laughs> it's on. It's hooked on his belt, but the sh- the the handle is like literally by his chin. He can do a line of coke off the handle. <laughs> All this more saber rattling and oh, my contestant so is in danger, and yours isn't. Oh, you did the thing there. I'll make my own decoration, and it'll be war. Well, okay, to also put another question. They all have the same, like, slick back hair, uh, kind of mulledy, scullity kind of thing, and the crown. Mm-hmm. Is this, was this, like, was this standard for warlocks? I guess so. Why is she Greek now? Like, authentic Greek. <laughs> now she sounds like the old Italian lady down in the street. <laughs> but also, like, maybe French? I don't know. I, that is an ugly oh, dress. She's got flowers on each booty. She's got flower titties. There we go. <laughs> Cutting the flowers off the titties. Get rid of the That is the butchest fucking move I've seen in a while. Zena's just like using a knife to hack shit off this dress. There we go. You could probably do the same thing with your multi-tool. <laughs> Listen, my multi-tool is amazing and is currently attached to my belt in a pouch. Well, I have many skills. Suddenly Zena's from Texas. Oh, well, I have many skills. Yeah, she wasn't from Texas before, but now, now she, she is. is. Yeah. And now she's like practicing her sword play in a field by the ocean, which wearing is, the dress and the wig. Yeah, which is kind of attractive. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Rah! Rah! <laughs> I mean, Zena has many skills, but I feel like, um, you know, banging Gabrielle is not one she can do on stage no. and okay. win a competition. And oh, we yeah. have Joanna Newsom uh, playing the harp <laughs> on the beach. I guess we're all kind of keyed up, you know, wondering about who's going to win the pageant and all, huh? The brown lipstick. Wow, well, she has a nice smile, though. Oh my Jesus! I think it's hard. <laughs> Me, I'm gonna shit on '90s fashion. You, she's so dreamy. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Look at her face, though. It's yeah, I, 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 I,
on my wall in my bedroom as a teenager for many, many years alongside Renee's. I'm very aware of how good that face is. This is the face is not surprised to me whenever I see it. How my mother was at all surprised when I came out, I do not know. How any of my friends and family were surprised. I'm just like, did you see my room? Did you see the shrine to Xena and Tori Amos? I may as well have just had, like, a neon sign screaming, lesbian lives here. And you? The pair of titties as my door. Like, just... So this one is saying that her sponsor boyfriend entered her. Yeah, because she, she had to. But it just seemed to mean so much to him that I didn't want her and she was like, oh, masculinity is fragile. I had to do a thing. What about your feelings? They're more important. Well, then they should count. He's clearly a shitbag. Dump him. I mean, he loves me, but he's so hung up on the way I look. You know? Dump him. Leave Dump him. him. Leave him. Leave him. Go date girls. Go date girls. You can do better. You can do ladies. And I guess a lot of people make that mistake. This is my, <laughs> this is my advice to a lot of my friends. My boyfriend's a terrible person. Dump him. <laughs> You can change that. Seriously, there were friends at my university. I don't know if I like his boyfriend. He's kind of... Dump him. Dump him. He's telling me to do this thing. He's telling me to... Dump him. Dump him. If he's telling you to do anything about your appearance and how you dress and how you eat and how you conduct yourself, dump him. Someone actually said to me, oh, my boyfriend would let me do that. Dump him. <laughs> dump him right now. Yeah. And get a restraining order. Because he, if he won't let you hang out with your friends, dump him right now. So we're show, we're, this is the uh, the evening of uh, the pageant, and there is ominous sighing noises from above the stage and sawdust falling. <laughs> Again, you could do that with your multi tool. I, I, I do have two serrated blades on the multi tool. I'm very pleased with the multi tool. That is aggressive sawing. Someone will probably hear that though. I think. I know it's not subtle. No. Oriel spell. <laughs> so the other one is uh, spying on Xena, and she's like, how am I doing in there? Good luck. I make my own luck. Ooh, feisty. You don't need a pageant to change it, do you? <laughs> Shady. Shady motherfuckers. They pushed up the talent a bit. It's already started. Come on. <laughs> Renee's looking a bit, uh, a bit toasty <laughs> in the gown. <laughs> I like how the harp sounded exactly like a piano. It did not sound like a harp. Nope. Unless that was like an old-timey Greek harp that we're not privy to. And that's how they actually <laughs> I'm sure sounded. that's not a thing. No. A rendition of whatever that song you just played <laughs> Miss Massini, He's invested, obviously. Yeah, Sabonius cares. He's going to get paid. That's all he cares about. He's worse than Autolycus sometimes. And now, Miss Artifice with the rainbow ribbons doing a little uh, cheerleader kind of dance. It's not very good. Uh, I mean, in ancient Greece, like, they didn't have TV, they didn't have the internet, like, this is probably fucking high entertainment for them. Nothing a hook wouldn't solve. If you mean danger, not yet. Maybe we scared off the people who are trying to get the girls. Simone, that was kind of, that's kind of a harsh, uh, comment. Nothing a hook wouldn't solve. Also, his little fruity headpiece is something to, uh, to acknowledge. Oh, yeah. Purple leaves. Oh, is this a snake charmer thing? Yes. Oh, God. One of my favorite vines ever is the uh, the snake charmer, the guy playing the flute. And it's, he pops, it's him, he pops out of the, the hip of the green <laughs> shirt. And the snake's like, yes. And he's like, he's, he's so nice. Stop. <laughs> okay, so this is clearly a stone 
support beam and someone sawed through it. How the fuck? <laughs> I know, do they have something a lot more heavy duty than a saw? Like, I don't know. Something that involves a, like, like. That is a fake snake. Oh, yeah. That is a real fake snake. But yeah, but so this that is a stone support beam that uh, gave off sawdust. Uh, Xena just kicked the shit out of that snake, and then the stone fell. Uh, so, and now Xena's wearing the snake. That is very Britney Spears at the MTV Awards. Yeah. <laughs> give me, give me more. <laughs> Again, also, that is I not a real like... fucking snake. It's just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have never seen a fake snake like that. It just. They're not even trying to pretend that it's alive. No, like, they're it's not. not even, it's not even moving at all. No, it's just, it's just like, flopped over her shoulders. Flopped. Oh it's my so god, bad. that is a flaccid <laughs> snake. It's <laughs> very flaccid. She certainly picked a fine time to go touring around the castle. Doesn't she know it's dangerous out there? She'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so someone just like whacked one of the warlordy dudes in the head, and he's the sponsors, being dragged yeah. off. Yeah, I know. Sword he's being dragged off. <laughs> <laughs> He's got wings. He's got wings. Wings. Famous last words, Gabrielle. All the warlords being picked off, and then the <laughs> the homely matron is lurking in the shadows. Miss Amphipolis, I'm Lord Clarence. Congratulations. Oh. I'd stake my life that the judges will choose you as the winner. In fact, kindness has nothing to do with it. I said that I'd stake my life, where in fact... Ooh, she has nice eyes. She does, yes. What are you doing? So, Clarion is trying you, to kill You were here the war when our neutrality made this country rich. You made a profit out of death and suffering? Let's just say we killed the need. And then the peace came... I like how she like, you know, pretends to be shocked and she's like, I'm gonna kick your ass, dude. Yeah. Bring back the prosperity. He's about four foot five or something, so I don't think it's gonna be that difficult so for her. sabotaging this why why is there always so much talking with the villains like there's a lot of like I'm going to kill you this is why I'm going to kill you here is how I'm going to kill you in case you forgot this is why I'm going to kill you I just like it's worse than Sailor Moon like it's he's got his knife he's just walking around casually with it yeah only the guy who rigged it could have looked at and as for the security you're adding I mean, Xena is clearly smarter than this fucko with his uh, choker and headband. I'm like, dude, you had like five minutes to stab her and you didn't. He's still not stabbing her. He's, he got, just, it. he's yeah. got it at her throat. And he's just being creepy about it. Yeah, he's being all sexual with the knife and it's yeah. disgusting. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, this is creepy and gross. Gross, oh, stop ew. It. No, you do She's not. She's gonna hulk out, dude. Oh yeah, she's started. gonna she's gonna break you in half. Ah, punch yeah. him in the dick. She just did. It's good. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're kind of you're kind of hefty, and you have a cloak on and robes. Like, you can't move all that fast. He doesn't look very physically fit. Yeah, he doesn't look way. like he's been hit in the gym. Neither do I. But like, no, I mean, I'm not judging. Really, I'm just saying it's a fact. Like, yeah, I'm like, he doesn't look like he's in the best shape, nor that he can really fight that well. Yeah, she just need him in the spine, so he's gonna be broken now. All the dudes who are tied up, like, oh good, Zena's here to save me. Zena just took off her wig. So Chloe's just like, oh god! 
the captions are like Chloe moans. <laughs> yeah, we were we initially were gonna do this as a like a YouTube reaction kind of thing, um, but I was like, I don't want to have to caption videos of Chloe groans incoherently. Chloe moans again. <laughs> Chloe is thirsting over Lucy Lawless's face. The so they're crowning the winner. Guess who it's going to be? Surprise! Perfectly. She has the sexy voice. She has the sexy voice. <laughs> like Miss Artifice is so proud of her. Yeah. I do I do enjoy this like girl power kind of thing. Yeah, they're all like suck it fuckos. Yeah. <laughs> all I need is myself. All I need is myself. <laughs> They're all going gay for Xena. They're all like, mm, yeah, you and your pretty eyes. I'm gonna go here and just give you a quick smooch. <laughs> I mean, I do feel kind of bad because, like, it is Miss Artifice, like, based on elimination. I know. But also, I think Miss Artifice is the only one who's not in it because some. Yeah, she's, she's one of the ones. Yeah. signed her up, so. But yeah, I, I know. I have had that thought. Yeah. Yeah, I do appreciate the ending where it's just like, I don't need no man. <laughs> Zena's like, my work here is done. <laughs> that face is like, yes, look at me. Oh, here we go with the smooch. I can't oh, yeah. Zena looks so proud, too. She's like, oh, my baby did it. I know. There's a lot of sparkles, a lot of glitter for ancient Greece. There's yeah. a lot of like very sparkly fabrics. Oh yeah. No more singing. Yeah, can we have less? I don't want to hear any more singing. Okay, but we have to do the musical episodes, which is going to be my own personal help. Okay, but I like the bittersweet. Uh, we don't have to do liar liar. No, we should do one. Yeah, we'll do one of them at least. We're going to do the bittersweet because that one is important, but we're not doing liar liar. No. Yeah, we can just, if we can have less of Salvonius, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Miss Known World. That's <laughs> it's great. All the dudes are like, ah, okay, yeah, I'll support this. Yeah, okay, fine. I mean, they're all single now, so they'll start a support group. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a Gabrielle's like, <laughs> Gabrielle's like, I'm not jealous. No. I'm not jealous. <laughs> Zena's like, oh, I'm in trouble. My wife would be so mad. And Zena looks is stunned, but also she's like, yeah. Zena's like, yeah. Look at that guy. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. Yep. It's kind of funny, huh? Why? Beauty is beauty. Peace is peace. Peace is peace. And then again, so <laughs> Miss No World is a man. Yep. Okay, why? it's funny. Why? Beauty is beauty. <laughs> so I think I think the intention was based on that was for uh, Miss Artifice to be a drag queen. Yes. Calling queen for a day on a drag like that was the subtle wink wink no, not subtle wink wink nudge nudge. Um, 
But again, like watching this now, I'm just and knowing more about it. I'm like, yeah. Like, no, she's a trans lady. She's a trans lady. Uh, anyway, um, so that was uh, Miss Amphipolis. Yeah, let us know your thoughts. Let, let me know what you thought of this, uh, watching it in the 90s and watching it now, and if or if your viewing has changed at all. Um, we want to know. And going back to my essay uh, oh, about him. I have to pee, but here I'm going to talk for five more minutes. <laughs> no, I just have to say that, you know... Everybody learns, and when I was I was just going through my essay a few minutes ago, well before the episode, and you know I used terms like transgendered, yeah, and transsexual, and yeah. um, stuff like that. Although I, I pointed out that some people who identify as a trans medicalist will say transsexual. Yeah, but you know, generally that's not really a term. The, those aren't terms no, that are used not anymore, really anymore. So. Look at how far everyone has come in ten years. Yeah. Um, the next episode on season two is Destiny, but we will not be doing that one as our next episode. We will have uh, our awesome friend Jamie uh, hanging out with us on Sunday to record. I believe we're doing a Warrior Priestess trip. I think so, but we will definitely go back to Destiny because yeah. it's worth doing. So. Oh no, we are. We're just Jamie wants to do one with uh, with the clones. Yeah. Uh, Jamie also has some cool things to say about acting, and we will get into that on the next episode. There's a bit of a teaser for you. <laughs> we'll have some cool things to discuss with Jamie. It's relating to acting and Lucy Law. Oh, because I fucking just spoiled it. Jesus no. Christ. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Please let us know what you think of uh, Miss Amphipolis, and um, to any and all of our uh, queer and trans listeners, please let us know your thoughts on how you read this then and now. Um, we are, or even uh, just now, or yeah, even better. Just yeah, give us give us some stuff because Chloe always mopes when no one, no one talks to us on the social medias. <laughs> um, you can get us uh, on Twitter, uh, WBB underscore podcast. I will, am the Twitter person, so I am always on there at work, and you can always expect a quick response from me. Um, Tumblr is Warriors Bars, letter N, Brews. Um, Gmail, if you want to email us and be old school, uh, WBBpodcast1 at Gmail. Uh, we have an Instagram WBB underscore podcast. That's mostly just like beer and the cat. <laughs> sure, good things. So yeah, I mean, know, if you want if you want beer suggestions, that's on there. Um, if you want pictures of our cat? That's definitely on there. Um, thank you always to Grace Big Mama Llama Five for our logo. Grace will be here in three weeks, and I'm demanding we do a podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm stoked. Uh, big Gay Birthday 2018 is going to happen. Um, yeah, so please let us know what you thought of this episode then and now, and yeah. We look forward to that. And next episode is not Destiny. It'll be one of the clone ones, but we'll go back to Destiny and finish season two in due time. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.